Welcome to the On-Premise IT Roundtable Podcast, the only show that dares to be both on topic and on location. Each time we meet, we bring together a group of IT luminaries to discuss a single concept, or premise, as it were. In this iteration, we'll be discussing the impending doom, death, and destruction of the CLI. Or maybe not. Before we begin, let's quickly meet who's on the panel today. I'm Stephen Foskett at sfoskett on Twitter. You can find me at gestaltit.com and blog.foskitts.net. Carl Niger. You can find me somewhere on the Twitters. Carl Niger, there's not too many of me, so it should be easy enough. Jason Edelman, find me at jedelman8 on Twitter and jedelman.com, personal blog. Daniel Kuczynski, find me at Daniel Kuczynski on Twitter and I blog at thenetworkstack.com. Well, guys, uh, this is something that we've been hearing about for an awfully long time, and uh, the inestimable Terry Slattery suggested that we ask ourselves, has the time finally come for the death of the CLI? I think you mean he threw us to the wolves. He threw us to the wolves. These are the wolves, but in fact, you're the wolves in this God. discussion. So, Carl, since you jumped in oh, right God. there, is it time? <laughs> is it time for the CLI to die? I hope so, but I mean, it's not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I, don't, I mean, I think there's always going to be a place for something like it because it's handy way to concisely get information, so I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. But at the very least, I hope it fades away a little bit. So you want it to, you want it to go away, but you want it to go away gracefully. Well, I mean, I think it's going to go away gracefully anyway. I don't think anybody's pulling the rug out from under it. Even, you know, you look at like ACI, for example, or NSX, they still have CLIs somewhere, somehow. And maybe it's not fully featured or whatever, but... To, especially for troubleshooting, it's an easy way to quickly get data. And so I don't think, I think we always have a need for that in some capacity. So I don't know that that's going to go totally away. Yeah, I think the CLI has been so loved because of how quickly you can configure something and how quickly uh, you can find the source of truth and figure out why something's working the way it is. Um, and as new tools are coming that provide an even quicker way to configure uh, your networks, the CLI will start to disappear. Yeah, I think the death of the CLI, it, it is here, but I think it's the ease of use and the familiarity of network engineers where it just makes it so hard to give up what you're used to. And every day I work with customers that want to dive into automation, and it's just a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard transition to make when you want to migrate from the CLI to any type of automation platform, API-driven or a tool, whatever, whatever it might be, I do think the time, the time is now, and it's up to all of us, you know, vendors included, consultants, integrators, and as end users to, to be more stringent on trying to improve operations and day-to-day. The, chal- the challenge really is, in order to give the CLI up, things will become harder initially. You know, it, could take, it could take a week to a month to do a project that could take you know, a couple days initially with the CLI. However, if it comes time and time again to, you know, to really figure out where the, there's the biggest bang for your buck, in the longer term, it's the right direction, we all agree. It's just a matter of having the time, the bandwidth, and, and the skills to really take a step back and, and do things the way they, they should be. And I don't think anybody disagrees the death of the CLI should, should be here. I'll actually cut it by saying one more thing, where usually the conversation is death of the CLI, but I would argue it's death of the CLI, and it should be death of the GUI as well. Yeah. I don't think we want administrators in, in any UI platform. You mentioned you mentioned a platform or if it's ACI, whatever it might be. You know, it might actually be harder to configure something like a VPC in a, in a GUI than it is via, you know, six, seven, eight commands on the CLI. 
So, we so, just, we so just you're not really talking about the death of the CLI here. You're talking about the death of of um, manual exactly di- you know yeah. configuration yeah. of systems. Yeah, absolutely. I think more than anything, more whether it's CLI or GUI or whatever, I think death of unstructured data is really maybe more the key point. Because once you have structured data, then things become much quicker, and you could conceivably have a CLI that just Fits out JSON or something, and then that's but that's actually useful, and that would be okay, right? Because then you can parse it. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna I, okay, I'm gonna challenge you guys since you guys all seem to agree that's no fun. Um, <laughs> let me challenge you with this: Why does it have to die? Why can't you just stop using it? Is it is it really? Uh... Well, I think you have to exaggerate to to move the, to to move the ticker a little bit. Okay. Because you know, I think the reality is for operational troubleshooting, it will still exist, but I think we have to say it's going to die. To, to raise some eyebrows out there to, mm. to make people make people you know give a little more thought onto what's possible. Because the vendor has to support the automation, the tools to automate their configuration, and not every vendor is on board with the death of the CLI. So you have to kind of work around work around those vendors. And so yeah, and like you said, troubleshooting for sure. Right now, I don't see an orchestration platform that orchestrates and automates troubleshooting. I think we could look to. I have, maybe you can help me out here. I don't have a super strong Linuxy background of any sort, but like we could look at Ubuntu or whatever. There's still a CLI. You can still VI like Etsy hosts or whatever. But like generally speaking, you're not going to do that, especially at scale. You'd never do that to 50 gajillion Nginx servers or whatever, right? You would Ansible or Python or whatever. So I, I think the CLI probably won't ever die. But I think I think you're bang on, right? Like it, it, we just need to like minimalize it yeah. <laughs> or, or whatever. No, no, exactly. Even even troubleshooting, it'll be there initially troubleshooting because yeah. we're behind it as an industry again with networking and, and automation and so config management and collecting data is the first part. But troubleshooting, I've seen presentations at conferences about about network troubleshooting. There's books on network troubleshooting, but we should be trying to codify those tasks because when, when a human troubleshoots, they do follow steps. And we have to at some point in time Take those steps and codify them, and you know, maybe that still means putting CLI commands in a in a script or 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 a playbook or for you know recipe whatever whatever it might be. But I do think we have to start thinking about you know how do we how do we start documenting our manual workflows better. That way, it makes it a bit easier to transition to a a more automated world that still may use the CLI over the next you know two three years. Well, and that's actually a good point. So the CLI is not just um, it's used for multiple things, and 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 whether it's uh, you know in networking, uh, which is where you guys uh, come from, or in other aspects. I'm glad you mentioned you know the Linux CLI. Um, you know, in Linux, it's funny. Um, we were always waiting for the the year of Linux desktop, <laughs> and then we seem to have forgotten about that, and GUI is gone, and now basically uh, you know probably 99% of Linux uh, installations are. Uh, Command line or right. uh, API cloud based, not not GUI at all. Um, you know the, the the CLI is used for multiple things. I mean, I heard you mention configuration, so sort of initial rollout, and I heard uh, you know Carl, you were talking about uh, troubleshooting. Um, you were talking about going in there and, and typing some commands to learn about the system. Um, are all of those tasks things that we're ready to replace, or is it more for uh, configuration that you're hoping to get rid of it, or more for troubleshooting, or more for something else? I think config and visibility. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, telemetry, everybody wants to talk to telemetry. I'm, yeah, I don't know if we want to use that buzzword, but I, I think config for sure. Um, you know, 
I think that, uh, that's the obvious place to start to me. Yeah, configuring changes, because uh, changes can be thought through and approved, and you can do, you have more visibility in changes when you're putting your changes through an automation platform yeah. instead of one guy going in, and hopefully that one guy putting in the right set of commands. Uh, so it can give you a lot more visibility. Um, and I think of like what you could do today on the troubleshooting side, and you brought up a good point. There are a set of troubleshooting steps that we take as humans. So if, if you can take your top 10 troubleshooting steps of show interface and show last 10 logs or whatever and put those in sort of automation platform and that's the first thing you go through when you start troubleshooting a section, uh, a problem, then uh, your automation platform can give you those results immediately to at least help jumpstart your troubleshooting. Yeah. yeah, I do think that I wouldn't, I don't recommend usually starting with config management and config automation. I do, you know, in terms of what I've seen in the past, you know, in the past couple of years, is recommend data collection. Yeah. You could you could infer troubleshooting from that a little bit, but you know in general, you know when you deploy a new branch, new site, new segment, whatever it might be, if you try to document, like it's usually stale almost immediately. So I would advocate for you know call it you know documentation, always up to date, as built docs as a service, whatever you want to call it. But it's one of those things Slime. where, <laughs> sure, you know I would say practical terms yeah, yeah. in documentation, always up to date, and. Again, under the covers, you're, you still might be using CLI commands, but we need better ways to extract that data, normalize it, you know, across you know one or more vendors. And so, in terms of getting started with, I think it's more important to look at you know automation methodologies and tools versus maybe the CLI, because we can still automate via the CLI. But I'd recommend usually getting started with uh, data collection. Once you're comfortable with doing things like issuing show commands and getting get doing get requests via RESTful API. Then you can start to look at the opposite side, which is maybe impacting configuration based on what you're getting back from a from a given device or a controller. So isn't an API just another kind of a CLI? I mean, you're talking about con con composing GET requests. Yeah. Um, isn't that just a CLI? It's just a very complicated one, a structured one. Yeah, I, I look at I look at you know CLI versus the API or CLI and then API in parallel. But the CLI was built for a human to use. And the APIs are built for machine-to-machine -machine communication. Yeah. So when you're building automation tools, it would be ideal to have an API. But you know, we live in we live in a world where most devices out there don't have don't have uh, we'll say APIs. So it's still possible to automate it. But but yeah, in reality, we have to, we you know we we can't we can't forget the CLI was built for humans, and as as a visual interface to have pretty formatted text versus an API is meant to be consumed by a machine. I think I would just go back and say death to unstructured data to me. I mean, I don't think a CLI is going to go anywhere. Well, you, you can argue, forever. you know, if I, if I play devil's advocate, you know, for for a full second, we can say, you know, CLI <laughs> CLI command support pipe JSON, so you can actually get structured data back sure. via CLI. So you know, there's there's at least I think there's equipment vendors are giving us ways to bridge the gap from CLI yeah. unstructured data to structured by having some you know prettier ways to format mm, to format sure. JSON strings from the CLI. So how are you guys going to convince people to step back from the keyboard? And then we're going to wrap up on this one. How, uh, how, do, we, how do we tell people it's time to step back? I mean, going to automation, a lot, it, it gives you time back. It takes the first couple hours to, to learn and do that first task, task. But after that, and you have repeatable uh, automation, it, it gives you time back to concentrate on other business problems that you need to solve, um, so it, it's helping you in your career long term. Yeah, I heard the best comment actually last week at a, at a conference about automation, 
And it's interesting, you usually hear about certifications or automation. Did you study Python or DevOps tooling or CLI? So somebody, somebody had made a joke that they want to automate, so they have more time back to get CCIE. <laughs> so you know, it's you know, it's one of the you know, kind of kind of a, I guess technical you know quasi joke. But I would just say honestly, look in the mirror, have a deep hard look into your inner soul, and <laughs> you know, if if you if you feel like you're repeating the same thing over and over again, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you automate? <laughs> All right, Carl, how, how are we going to make uh, the case? I, I I don't know. I feel or like you think, I'm you looking think the mic is dropped. Soul. Yeah, I yeah. think, <laughs> think uh, I only see darkness. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to have to wrap this one up and see some darkness on this podcast. Thank you guys for uh, the discussion. Uh, Terry, thank you for the idea. Um, and thank you folks for listening to the On-Premise IT Roundtable podcast. If you enjoyed this discussion, remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show in iTunes because that really helps our visibility. And also, please share the show with people that you know and uh, explain to them that on-premise is not, in fact, a mistake, but is the whole premise (laughs) of our show. Uh, This podcast was brought to you by GestaltIT.com, your home for IT coverage from across the enterprise. For show notes, go to GestaltIT.com slash podcast, and we'll see you next time.